What up, P Silly listeners? Welcome to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously, the professionally silly podcast. It's your audible boot thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And this is the podcast where we shoot the shit, where comedy can meet any random ass topic that we discuss. So shout out to all my listeners, new and loyal. So I am, um, I'm hoping to have more guest hosts soon on the show. I, I gotta tell you, I always have a lot of fun when other creative people join in on the silly. Plus, I really enjoy being able to use my small platform to share with you other amazing creators, artists, or just just dream chase dream chasers, excuse me, in general out there. You know what I mean? So I um I, I do have a plan for this podcast. I don't know how to actually make it happen, but I have I have plans. <laughs> just don't know. How to make them real. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, one of the things is, listen, I, I submitted my podcast, this podcast, to a podcasting network. They haven't responded to me at all. Um, they sent me one of those automatic responses saying, someone will get back to you in 24 hours and thank you for contacting us and blah, 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 right? Yeah, that was two months ago. So they should probably take that off of their automatic response. Um, I, I am hoping that is not because of my download numbers or something like that, because sometimes the numbers, they stop people from, from giving you a fair shot. They just assume that the content isn't good. It never occurs to people that maybe it's because no one knows that this person is out there yet. Maybe it's because they're new. Maybe you know, it doesn't mean that you are not good at what, at what you're doing. It just means that, Hey, I just, I haven't been seen yet. You know what I mean? And I got to tell you, being a small creator, I'm, I'm kind of, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of used to being invisible to people or other creators or even audiences. But, um, I just know that if I'm given the chance, an opportunity, I would be able to knock their socks off comedically, you know? So, oh, you know, it's very, it's very frustrating not having um, a larger name for myself out there in the entertainment world because it's very easy for people to ignore me. You know, I'm trying to do collabs or I want to do something with a YouTuber or I want to do something with a comedian or a TikTok or whatever. And if I don't have the amount of follows, followers or the amount of subscribers or whatever the whatever it is, if I don't have the right amount uh, within their eyes, they ignore you. And it's like, God damn it, because it's like, I don't want to do anything with you if you can't do something for me. Meaning if I can't bring more viewers or more followers or more whatever, or give you more for what you're doing, then fuck me. <laughs> you know, and I think that kind of blows, but that's just kind of how it is. So I, I, I don't want to disclose the name of the network because I, one, I respect the guy that owns it and still hope to work with them someday. So I'm, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping the better my podcast gets, meaning the more downloads, the more people who listen, the more uh, good reviews I get, all those things. I am hoping the better it gets uh, that they will pay some attention to me and want to, and want to work with me because uh, I got to say he and his team, uh, they've been inspiring me for years, if I'm being honest with you. And this podcast honestly would not have existed without them, you know, and, um, I, I just, I just need to continue to work hard and, uh, keep chasing the dream. So speaking of which, let's go ahead and get this show on the road. Let's, let's, let's kick some comedic ass. Let's get in there. All right. So last week, 
Last week, we talked about sex toys that were unjustly thrown away. We discussed Andy Cohen's hard on, and uh, we also slid into some creepy DMs and more. So if you missed last week's episode, uh, don't freak out. It's waiting on you. It's it's right there. It's waiting on you. And take a listen with a friend and have a few laughs. This week, we have some... Uh, we, we got some things going on here. All right, we got a guy that was arrested for spying on people with his drone. Yeah, uh, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy better recognize and uh, <laughs> yeah, he, that's my teaser. Kiki Palmer's baby daddy better recognize. Okay, and uh, we got a very interesting game of fuck, marry, kill. But you know, I put a little spin on it. It's gonna be very interesting. So yeah, let's let's get into that. Um, all that's coming up. That and more. So make sure you guys subscribe, rate, and review. I know I say it every week, but it's because I fucking need it. <laughs> I need it in order to find success in this business. Help me, please. I also want to share the silly with as many of, of you as I can, with as many people as I can. We are all living in a life where the world kind of blows you know, politics, religion, oh, it's just a lot of bullshit going on in this world, violence, shit. Sometimes it's nice to laugh, have a good time, not think too hard. And I do think that the Professionally Silly podcast is a great way to do that. So share the silly with your homies. Let them let them have a, a couple of curves on their face called a smile. Let them have that. Don't 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 keep that from them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I cannot get to any of that success without you guys. So subscribe, rate, and review. Okay, so what is ish to you? It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. Okay, so before I get to the ish that we're going to discuss, can I just say to everybody listening right now, um, maybe stop throwing things at artists when they're on stage. If you guys could figure out a way to not be dicks, that'd be fantastic. Okay. As a stand-up comedian, I already have to worry about somebody coming on stage and slapping the shit out of me. And I, I should not have to worry about you throwing your phone at my eye or your bracelet at my face, or, uh, maybe you're going to be like one of Pink's, uh, audience members when they decide to throw up a bag of their mom's ashes. Yes. A bag of their mom's ashes. Uh, Pink was like, is this your mom? Is this, is, are these ashes? Is this your mom? I don't know how I feel about that. And I completely get it. So yeah, just let's, 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 let's not injure people that you are paying to see. I do not understand this craze. The pandemic is still going on technically, but look, the cities are open. We're having fun. We're getting back to the normalities of life. And I know a lot of you idiots don't know how to behave and how to act. So you're doing things like hurling objects at artists who, who are just coming to make you smile, laugh, cry, whatever emotion that they're trying to portray and get out of you with their art. Please, please do not hurl inanimate objects at people. Okay, maybe I shouldn't be that specific. Don't throw anything. Children, shoes, water, whatever. Just stop. I'm sick of all of you. Okay, so <laughs> a little quick PSA for my uh, my entertainers out there. I got to keep us safe. All right, so I was listening to the podcast in the moment, like I normally am. 
And if you're interested in checking it out, it is available everywhere the podcast can be found. It's in the moment, M-O-E-M-E-N-T, because the, uh, the, 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 the host of the show, his name is Mo Mitch. So in the moment. All right. So anyway, I had to make sure you guys understood that. <laughs> so uh, Katie and Mo were talking about um, the quote unquote ish. They were talking about when you when you tell someone that you're going to meet them around eight ish. You know what I mean? As an example, when does the ish stop? Is it 810, 815, 820? When does the ish start? You know what I mean? Or stop, I, I should say. Is there like a 10 or 15 minute grace period? What is going on? Because if I say I'm going to be somewhere at eight, I'm there by 755. That I'm one of those. <laughs> I'm one of those as a, as a stand-up comedian, as an actress. Let me tell you something. When your call time says a certain time, you better fucking be there because you are replaceable. <laughs> okay. So I'm there by 7.55. All right. I'm one of those. I, I, also, I really hate being late for shit. I always feel like I'm missing something. I don't know what that's about. But because I'm, I'm, because I'm so early or on time or I'm good with time management when it comes to having to be somewhere, I'm always waiting for someone else, you know? So personally, I, I say that the quote unquote ish for me would be like eight ten. You know, you get a 10 minute grace period with me before I'm silently annoyed. I'll never show it or say anything, but just know inside I am furious. <laughs> I hate being uh, kept waiting. I hate it. <laughs> and knowing me, I probably would have already texted or called you by 804. So, <laughs> but I want to know what is the, the ish moment for you? What is the time frame when you're just like, what the fuck? I've been sitting here. Why aren't you, you said eight o'clock, <laughs> you know? So, anyway, so, um, I think Mo said that the ish for him is like 815, 820, you know, something like that. So he's giving you like a 15, 20 minute grace period. You ask me, the man is beyond generous. Okay. Because that would not be me. Okay. And, uh, but the thing is, I love Katie. I do. I'm about to disrespect her right quick. What Katie said, okay. Uh, annoyed my soul. Um, I just, I couldn't get on board. She said 830, 845. Get the fuck out of here. That's a whole half hour. Like you're you're entering a whole new time frame. The fuck? You can't. If I ever get the opportunity to hang out with Katie, because she is a lot of fun and a very sweet person, I'm going to have to tell her to meet me at 730 so she could be there by 810. Okay? Because <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> 845? No. You might, 845 is more like a 9-ish, I feel like. That's not 8-ish. What the fuck? First, I'm so like frazzled and pissed off right now. And let me know on the Professionally Silly Podcast group on Facebook. What's your ish? What time frame is your grace period? I want to know. Or hit me up at the uh, podcast Twitter at It's Pro Silly. I-T-S-P-R-O-S-I-L-L-Y. Okay, so coming up next, we have a sex offender uh, that was arrested for using a drone to spy on someone so let's talk about it it's the professionally silly podcast okay so i decided to drop in on the smokinggun.com because you guys know how much i love a good cold read 
So for those of you who are joining uh, the podcast for the first time, or you're not, um, you don't know much about the, I guess, the acting world, the entertainment industry, um, pretty much sometimes they do these things called coteries when you are given a script, like during a table read or an audition or something like that, you're given a script, you don't get to look at it beforehand, you just get it, you read it right then and there, put the you know, put the put the character together, put the emotion together right there on the spot. So I have not read this article and I love doing cold reads with you guys because I get to enjoy it for the first time along with you. So, oh, speaking of which, Mara, I saw your comments on the PCLE pod group on Facebook and um, I would not only love for you to do a cold read on my podcast, but I would love it. I had to make sure you understood the love Okay, I would love it if you were a guest host with me for an entire episode. We can either get together or we can do it over the phone, FaceTime, whatever. Uh, Because you know you are one of my honorary audible boo things. (laughs) And I I definitely, definitely extend the same invitation to Taz. I'm not sure if she listens to the podcast. Hopefully she does. And um, we can do it together with both of you or we can do it separately or both, whatever. We, we can do multiple episodes. I don't care because there is always room for the sisters who kill podcast on this podcast. hundred percent. I effing adore both of you guys. Okay. So let's get to the story here. We're going to go ahead and get into this. This is once again, the smoking This was something that was written this year in June. Um, so here's a, the title here. Voyeur rap for a man who used drone to spy sex offender targeted female neighbor okay let's get into it um we got a photo of this guy here gotta tell you not not the most attractive guy he looks like if bobby from king of the hill grew the fuck up and this is him this is what he this is him dang it bobby (laughs) all right here it says um a sex offender oh sorry a convicted sex offender so he he was already a sex offender before he did this damn it a convicted sex offender is facing a video voyeurism charge after he allegedly flew a drone to peer into the bathroom window of a female neighbor according to rhode island police now i gotta tell you i am shocked here um this sounds like this is is giving florida energy um but rhode island damn welcome to the mix this is crazy also how great of a drone pilot do you have to be to be able to spy on someone through the bathroom window. Usually, bathroom windows are, are smaller than all the other windows. So you gotta you gotta be a hell of a pilot to get what you're looking for. Flying a drone, because flying a drone ain't easy. Like, I I have one. Like, my cousin got me one for Christmas, and uh, the plan was to use it to, to make, you know, get B-roll footage for my YouTube channel, The Professionally Silly Channel, and, uh, you know, Paranormal Black Activity. But it is a very difficult uh, machine to fly. Plus, it, t- it seems like it only works with Wi-Fi. So we got to figure that out as well. Anyways, on to the story here. Investigators say that Stephanie Marola, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, 32 years old, was preparing to take a shower in her Cranston residence Wednesday evening when she heard buzzing sound, a buzzing sound outside the bathroom window. So um, that's terrifying. That is terrifying. And I'm going to tell you right now, as a woman, when I use any public facilities, I got to take a piss or God forbid a shit. I am constantly looking for like red or green or blue blinking lights in the ceilings. And if there's an air vent above me, I'm 
I'm really paying attention to that before I pull my drawers down. I'm looking inside the toilet. Like, because people do that. People, like, they hide cameras around so they can watch people pee and shit or have their periods. It's weird. And it's a fetish. I feel like uh, we, we talked about that on the Bizarre Sex Fetish episode, which I know I'm due for part two. I did, like, two years ago, but... Let me tell you something. There are some weird sex fetishes out there and some people are super into urine. Some people are super into poop. And I don't I don't understand it. I don't have time for it. Moving on. Um, when Monrola went outside to investigate, cops say she spotted a drone hovering near the window. As she approached the drone, it began to fly away, but struck a tree branch and fell to the ground. Marola, I'm just going to go ahead and call her Stephanie because her name is really hard to say. Stephanie then grabbed the drone and uh, there, I'll be sure to put photos of this adult Bobby Hill and this drone onto the uh, on the podcast Instagram at It's Pro Silly. The links to all of the uh, the social medias that I have, including for this podcast, will be included in my link tree in the show notes. OK, so it says here uh, she grabbed the drone and dunked it into into her pool, disabling the quadcopter's electronics. I have never heard that particular quadcopter. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, so Stephanie, who lives with her three her three year old daughter, uh, called nine one one and reported the remote's peeping tom attempt. A subsequent police investigation resulted in the arrest of Christopher Jones. Why he had to be a Jones? Christopher Jones, <laughs> forty nine years old whose home where he lives with his 72-year-old mother um, that's not too far from uh, Stephanie's property. So while cops did not reveal how the defendant was linked to the drone, they say that Jones admitted he was the operator. So technically, had he not admitted shit, they probably, um, he probably could have gotten away with it. I don't really know how that works. I guess if it's on a Wi-Fi, they can figure that out. But is there a way to figure out whose drone it is? By just simply looking at it, like if you are a te- technical buff or a hacker or an FBI agent, tell me if they, <laughs> yes, because I have an FBI agent listening to this podcast. Let me know if there's a way to do that. I don't care enough to Google it. Okay, so um, Christopher Jones, um, seen above, once again, I will uh, put a photo of him on the podcast Instagram, um, was arraigned Friday night on a felony video voyeurism charge and subsequently released from police custody. Now, I did not know that there was a video voyeurism uh, charge anywhere in this country. I didn't know that. I think that's a great idea because now the technology has gotten so crazy. The cameras are smaller. You can fly. You can use flying cameras to stare people through their windows. It's it's probably a good thing that uh, that the law has caught up with new ways of harassing people. Thank God. Okay, it says here cops said Jones is a convicted sex offender, but that his requirement to register with state officials expired in 2015. So he waited, he waited, uh, he waited many, many years before he started acting like an asshole again, or at least get caught. Uh, Who knows how many times he's actually used this drone to do what he was using it for. Now, when they start making drones that are really, really quiet, that's going to be scary because Stephanie, she, the only reason she was able to take care of business is because she heard it. She was like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Is that a fucking drone? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 
yeah, dude, um, let's not spy on our on our neighbors. Um, also, let's not be sex offenders. Let's let's not do that. I feel like that is a that's a takeaway here as well. <laughs> that's just that's my stance on that whole thing. Okay, coming up next, a very special game of fuck, marry, kill on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Man, I gotta tell you, that that cold read was fire. I'm a, I'm very good reading. I'm very I'm very good reading. <laughs> I'm apparently not speaking. I'm very good at reading. <laughs> So cold reads, uh, they never really scared me when I had to do them for auditions or a table read. I actually love, I thrive on cold reads. Give it to me. Give it to me. Okay. All right. Let's get on to this fuck, marry, kill. So this is a game and it's awesome because, you know, it's awesome. That's why it's awesome. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what fuck, marry, kill is, it's pretty much a rating system, but in game form. So for example, I would say fuck, marry, kill, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay, so if if uh, if it's your favorite, you're gonna marry it. You know what I'm saying? So so for me, I'm gonna marry dinner because it's the best meal to me. It's best. You got savory. You got uh, usually at least two or three different options. It's fantastic. So I'm I'm definitely gonna marry uh, dinner. I'm gonna fuck lunch because I usually don't get very long for lunch at work. So we're gonna have ourselves a 30 minute sexy time appointment. I'm going to fuck the shit out of it. It's, it's, that's where we are. I'm fucking the shit out of lunch. Uh, I'm going to kill breakfast because I've never really been a breakfast person. That's just what it is. If I did have breakfast, it was like cereal. You know, it's like I'm busy in the morning. I don't have time to cook breakfast. I don't have time for that. I would love to have, you know, a, a home cooked breakfast every fucking morning, but I'm not doing it. I'm exhausted. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so that is fuck, marry, kill. You just choose what you like from uh, from greatest to least and put it in a category. That's it, man. So today, today I'm going to do something different. We're going to fuck, marry, kill. Okay. But uh, with funny enough, breakfast food. That's hilarious. But y'all know me. Okay. I'm going to put a little silly in it. I'm going to inject a little silly into this recipe here. Uh, I'm, br- I'm also, here's the thing. I'm bringing AI into the mix. Chat GPT is going to help me describe each option. Pretty much why I choose it. So this this is going to be so much fucking fun. Okay, so fuck, marry, kill, waffles, pancakes, and French toast. Okay, so also, also feel free to let me know your choices on the Professionally Silly podcast group on Facebook or the podcast Twitter at It's Pro Silly. Let me know. Fuck, marry, kill, waffles, pancakes, and French toast. And if you can... Tell tell me why. Tell me why. Give me a little sentence. Tell me why. All right. So chat GPT is going to describe the pancakes, the waffles and the French toast. And then I'm going to choose which one I want to fuck, marry, kill. Mm. Okay. So let's see what AI has to say about pancakes. Once again, guys, these are going to be cold reads. I typed in the chat GPT. I was like, yo, describe blah, 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 and blah, 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 right? And uh, I didn't read them. I literally let chat GPT generate it. I copied and pasted it and I put it on my script. I'm reading these for the first. We're just having ourselves a little cold read episode today. That's all we're doing. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Okay. So <laughs> Why am I nervous? This is ridiculous. Okay. This is coming from chat GPT discussing pancakes. Oh, pancakes. The flippity floppity wizards of breakfast land. They start their journey as a simple batter, 
a blob of potential, waiting to be unleashed onto a hot griddle with a sizzle and a shimmy they transform into fluffy circular wonders that could rival the moon's surface for their heavenly texture. These mischievous disks come in all shapes and sizes, from petite silver dollars to colossal belly busters that require a crane to flip, and the toppings. They parade around like miniature circus performers, juggling syrup, berries, and whipped cream, creating a tantalizing spectacle for your taste buds. But beware, for pancakes have a sneaky side. They have mastered the art of hiding pockets of gooey deliciousness like chocolate chips or blueberries, waiting to ambush your unsuspecting fork. Pancakes. The ultimate breakfast pranksters will have you grinning from ear to ear and possibly questioning the laws of gravity as you stack them sky high. Okay, chat GPT got crazy as I was reading I was, I was, and I was reading this for the first time. I said to myself, this just sounds like it's flirting with me. Let me just change my tone here. Let's get sexy. <laughs> Let's, it's sexy time. <laughs> so that's what we did. But I got to say, that sounds pretty damn good. Um, all right. Up next, we got French toast. <laughs> this is, this is so random. If you are a new listener here, you, you came on a good episode. Don't forget to, uh, rate, subscribe and review. Um, okay. <laughs> Five stars. Thank you. All right, uh, French toast. Ah, French toast. The mischievous revel of breakfast cuisine. Imagine a slice of bread, tired and weary from its mundane existence, suddenly deciding to plunge head first into a fragrant pool of beaten eggs, swaying back and forth like a rebellious teenager at a dance party. As it emerges, dripping with eggy confidence, it leaps onto a sizzling pan, transforming into a golden, crispy delight. This toast, feeling oh so French, struts around the plates with an air of sophistication, dripping with powdered sugar like it just won a glamorous powdered wig contest. With a sly smile, it teases your taste buds, insisting that it's just a fancy version of its plain old bread siblings. French toast. The charismatic troublemaker knows exactly how to make mornings a little sweeter and a lot more amusing. Okay, I don't know what voice or accent that was, but it felt right. I can't do a French accent. There was no way in hell I was gonna I was gonna do that. <laughs> I would have lost all of my one French listeners. I, I'm, I, it's just not worth it. <laughs> but it just felt right. Now, what a great read. Okay, I, I was feeling that super hard. Um, it seemed like a super sexy description. It seemed mysterious, kind of like when you when you're at a bar or a lounge or a club and you see someone that's super attractive and they're for some reason standing by themselves nursing a drink. And they just, they have this mysterious glare as they stare across the, the dance floor, seemingly at nothing. But then they catch your eye for just a second. You look away because you don't want to seem like you were staring at them the entire time. But you were. You were. I don't know where I was going with that. Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> waffles. <laughs> 
I literally have no idea where I was going with that. Okay, waffles. Uh, it's time for you to plead your case. Let me get a sip of this coffee. Mm. In the realm of breakfast delights, where the sun-drenched morning rays mingle with the aroma of anticipation, there exists a divine creation known as waffles. They are the culinary poets of mornings, donning the golden armor of crispy ridges that, that embrace pools of melted butter, whispered promises of warmth and a symphony of flavors. Each square cradle, meticulously etched, craves to be filled with cascades of velvety maple syrup, a dance of sweet surrender that indulges the senses as your teeth pierce the crisp exterior. A delicate surrender unravels, revealing a soft and fluffy core, like a tender secret hidden within. The waffle, an edible tapestry, captures the essence of morning enchantment, beckoning you to embark on a culinary adventure with every delectable bite. Okay. Okay. All right. That's sexy. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, that'll do or whatever. So for me, let's figure out this fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Let's do this. Um, and, and by the way, this, this is not based on the descriptions that I just shared with you. I just put those in there because I thought it was fun. But I already had my decision before that. So um, I'm going to marry the fuck out of French toast uh, because it's moist, it's sweet, and if it's made right, it can have a little light crisp to it. Mm, love that shit. In my mouth, dreamt in maple syrup and butter. Oh, my God. Mm. I'm fucking waffles like I'm in my 20s again. I'm telling you right. I'm fucking waffles like I'm in my 20s again. I mean, we are getting into it. It has waffles have saved me on so many drunken nights. I I used to slide on over to Waffle House after the club or a night at the bar and slam that delicious breakfast delicacy right into my mouth. You are goddamn right. Okay, we we both knew what it was. We both knew what it was. Me and Waffles never had any type of misunderstanding what kind of relationship that we had. We knew Waffle House has saved me for many years. And has and, and will continue to do so. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to kill pancakes. Um, I don't I don't dislike pancakes, but out of the three, it's my least favorite. Like they, they aren't bad, but just something about having a little crispy bites into my food, like into my in, into my sweetened bread, <laughs> my, my sweetened breakfast bread. I'm gonna need you know they, they, they just come in last. What can I say? I know what I like in my mouth. Okay, that's what she said. <laughs> so, all right. So Kiki Palmer uh, seems to have upset her boyfriend. Let's talk about that next on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Yo, bro, I kind of want French toast right now. I'm, I'm furious. Damn it. I don't feel like making them now. All right, Kiki Palmer, let's get to it. Okay. <laughs> I got a question for you guys uh, before we get to Kiki Palmer here. Have you guys heard about this whole Elon Musk wanting to fight Mark Zuckerberg like in an MMA fight? Did you guys hear about this? This is crazy. Both of them are stupid rich. Okay. Both of them are fucking nerds. Both of them are fucking weird. Okay. But I would love to see this fight between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. You know, Twitter versus Facebook. I would love to fucking see this. One I got to say, Elon Musk would have his ass handed to him. Uh, yes, he's bigger than Mark, for sure. 
maybe even richer. Okay, but let me tell you something. I just recently learned that Mark Zuckerberg has been like doing jujitsu. Was it judo? Jujitsu? I think it's judo. Has been like doing judo for like a long ass time, and he literally just won a competition. And that is a extremely physical sport. Um, yeah, I feel like he probably wiped the floor with Elon Musk. And I got to be honest with you. I, again, I want to see this. This needs to happen. Someone start a GoFundMe immediately. Okay. Now here's the thing. Now he, Elon Musk apparently tweeted this on his Twitter, literally his Twitter. And, um, and, uh, Mark Zuckerberg responded, let's go set the date. Like he ready to go. Let's, let's, let's do this bitch. You know what I mean? And then uh, Elon's father apparently joined in and was like, yeah, don't do this. This is stupid. Let's not. Uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> you know, and here's the thing. Uh, Daniel White, which we, we've talked about him on this podcast. He's the dude that slapped the fuck out of his wife. He, oh, that's right. He's also the um, like the owner of uh, the UFC <laughs> and also the Power Slap Corporation. We talked about that grown ass men slapping the shit out of each other. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's Dana White. He was like, yo, let's do this. You know, let's do this in Vegas. Let's go to the octagon. Then I hear a rumor that um, that there is like a coliseum in Greece that wants to to host the fight like so they could fight like they they did back in the day, like back in the day, back in the day, like gladiator, like 300 times. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? What is happening? You know, oh, if this fight happens. It it better be on something. It better be on a platform everybody can see. Uh, not no HBO Max or excuse me, just Max, you know, or H whatever the fuck they change it. No 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 peak. Well, Peacock is you know whatever. Put it on Tubi, you know what I'm saying. Put it on YouTube. Put it on Twitch, you know. Put it on Twitter Live. Put it on Facebook Live. It should be on one of those platforms or all of those platforms for fucking free. And then whatever money they make from like sponsorships and ads, it should all go to fucking charity. You know, so I I need this to happen. So um, I'm team I'm team Mark Zuckerberg on this because I really, really dislike Elon Musk. He is everything that's wrong with everything. In comparison, I prefer Mark. Plus, you know, Mark Zuckerberg looks kind of like a nerd, and I would love him. Uh, he seems like he would be the underdog. <laughs> you know, just something about his face. <laughs> he just seems like the underdog. So yeah, yeah, I want to see this and it uh, needs to happen Im immediately. Okay, so uh, let's get back to Kiki Palmer. Recently, Kiki Palmer went to see Usher perform, do his thing, and Usher sang to her um, as he does at a lot of his concerts. But this time, Kiki was on, st was on stage having a great time. Uh, she was out with her girls, dressed like a baddie. You know, she was getting it, very happy, just enjoying herself, you know. And her boyfriend and baby daddy, um, what's his name? Darius Jackson is his name, decided to publicly shame Kiki for what she wore. Now, um, Kiki was a um was rocking a skin tight black polka dot body con dress with a clenching bodysuit underneath. Okay, that's the description that people are giving it online. I think that she looked amazing. I think she looked fucking fantastic. You know, just out enjoying times with her friends, man. That's that's all she was doing. Kiki Palmer was being Kiki. And something tells me that Kiki Palmer has always been who the fuck Kiki Palmer has always been. You know what I'm saying? So... I feel like uh, he should have known exactly who the fuck she was before he nutted her. That's just that's just my uh, raw 
unadul- like <laughs> adulterated opinion here. Uh, yeah, you should have known before you dipped it in there. Okay, so <laughs> so the boyfriend Darius decided to voice his opinion on uh, what she wore. And he said in a tweet, and uh, I quote, it's the outfit though, you a mom, end quote. Okay, it, to be to be honest, um, it really pissed me off. To be honest, most of these women out there, out there, they they, they out here wearing like what they're wearing. I gotta tell you what Kiki was wearing. You know, she was a nun. She was a nun. I I mean I, I I've seen women cover up way more than that, and somehow you can still see their uterus. I don't you know. So she was a nun. It feels like, but no matter how a woman's uh, dress, uh, no matter how a woman dresses, it's not up to the men in her life or any man at all to tell her what she can and cannot wear. She is a grown ass woman. She grown as fuck and has been for quite some time. Okay. And, uh, she is not his property. So if, if you want to, if you wanted a conservative woman who obeys, then get you one of them chicks from the handmaid's tale because Kiki has always been an independent woman. You were not named Kiki. If you a bitch, <laughs> like if you just, if you're not into, no, all Kiki's that I know, they about they shit. Okay. Name, name one, uh, ain't shit Kiki. Go ahead and try it. <laughs> now I did. I heard that they, uh, unfollowed each other. I don't know if this is true or not. Um, unfollowed each other because he decided, uh, to not just shame her, but he did it publicly. He did it publicly. That is a decision that he made. He got the wrong one because Kiki, yo, she doubled down and posted more photos of her and her amazing outfit online. And of course, Kiki supporters had something to say. They laid in on his ass. So they laid in on his ass and he decided to respond to some of them. And this is what he said. This is at the Darius um, Dalton, his his Twitter page at D-V-U-L-T-O-N or D-Volton. It says here, we, and this is a quote, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe I rest my case. So he tweeted this uh, July 5th <laughs> this year at 6 p.m. It's got 2.3 million views as of this particular screenshot, okay? And I got to tell you, uh, fuck you, Darius. Honestly, nobody knows who the fuck you are. I mean, as far as you're just a, you're one of us who just got lucky. My nigga, like, fuck you. <laughs> you have one of the most creative, one of the most talented, one of the most beautiful, one of the most inspiring black women on your arm that you impregnated. So now you two are connected forever. And you decided that this was the time. Yo, I'm going to go ahead and shame my woman publicly for no fucking reason. You were already invisible to us, but now we see you, Darius. We see you, bitch. God damn it. What a dumbass. <laughs> Just biting the hand that feeds him. Now, if y'all want to go ahead and take a look at these tweets and see what people are saying, it is hilarious because he got laid down. Okay. And, and good and good for people who were like, who were coming down and fuck you. If you want to do that publicly, like, again, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but get ready for the consequences that are headed your way. 
bitch. That's how I feel about it. Okay, I, let me just calm the fuck down. Okay. <laughs> all right. And may, maybe maybe because of all this, maybe homeboy learned something. Um, he probably just learned, hey, maybe I, you know, <laughs> maybe I should publicly, publicly shame my woman, but judging by the tweet that I just shared with you, he doubled down on it. So I don't, I don't know, dude, but here's my thing, dude. If you have a problem with your woman, talk to her, talk to her, not social media. Okay. That way she can privately and politely tell you to suck her dick and that for you to mind your goddamn business because you cannot tell a woman what she can and cannot do, what she can and cannot wear. It's 2023. We in America, bitch. Understand that. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just tired of men thinking that we are here on this earth to please them. No, sir. Just because I'm a lesbian does not mean that I do not have the same issues. I am a woman in the world. And men have been thinking that they own us and our bodies for forever. Like since mankind. Okay. Since we began this bitch. Okay. Men telling us what we, men telling us that we should smile more, what we can or cannot wear, how we should or shouldn't act, what we can and cannot do with our bodies. I say, I say, shut the fuck up. Okay. And woman up, woman up, bitch. It, titty pride. Ho, how about that? Now, Darius, from what I understand, I went to the I went to his Twitter because I was curious because there were rumors going around that he uh, deleted his Twitter and his Instagram and stuff. But it's still there. Uh, but he did turn off his comments uh, for some of his he did. Cut, he did turn off the ability for people to comment on a few of his tweets. So on his Twitter and Instagram, because people did. They laid into his ass. Don't think you own her now that y'all had a child together. Okay. Kiki is still her own person. Just because you guys, you created a life together does not mean that you own her life. That's not how that works. Okay. Uh, Kiki hit me up. I'll, I'll treat you like a queen. I would treat you like a queen. You can wear whatever you want. I just need you to be, to, to be the one that kills the bugs. That's it. In this relationship. If a spider comes out, I need you to do your thing. That's it. You, I, whatever. What, that's the only stipulation. You got to kill the bugs. Okay. I feel like it's a fair trade. I feel like. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, Darius, you, 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 you're the shithole of the week. I, I, I don't normally have a shithole of the week. I should probably start doing that, but you're the shithole of the week for this podcast episode. Fuck you. It's the professionally silly podcast. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right, listen, if, if there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's don't be later than 10 minutes when we make, when we make plans, bro. Don't be later than 10 minutes when, when we make plans. Okay. I don't, I don't fancy being kept waiting. Also French toast is heaven. Okay. Uh, professionally silly life rules. You need to understand this. This is a hard, hard stance. It's, it's a mountain I'm willing to die on. <laughs> Yo, shout out to my listeners because you guys rock, you kick ass. I love you guys. You, you're fucking titties. Okay, you could literally be listening to any podcast right now, but you chose this one today and I thank you. I love your fucking faces, but most of all, I love the ears that are attached to your faces. Thank you for lending them to me today. Uh, subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform that you're using. 
also do your girl a favor and ask you again leave me a five star review uh, written or written uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast review it all that good stuff share it all that good stuff it's free doesn't cost you a thing if you could just do me a favor and give me about uh, you know 10 seconds of your time to help me catch a dream that'd be amazing especially if you're on spotify and apple podcasts all right i mean this is your first time listening come back and join in on the silly and binge all the episodes that you haven't heard yet also share this podcast with a friend don't hog all the silly to yourself there's enough to go around okay don't be a silly hog um check out the podcast twitter and Instagram at it's pro silly I T S P R O S I L L Y and of course the professionally silly podcast group on Facebook. If you have any silly story ideas or you want some advice or you just want to send in your a personal experience that you've had, please do so. I'm I'm always looking for stuff from you guys. I would love it. Email me at it's professionally silly at gmail.com or you can DM me on my uh, various platforms. You can also leave me a message or text my Google voice number 805-664-1828. And uh, if you would like to be anonymous, please be sure to let me know when you contact me. Okay, so guys, thank, thank you so flippin' much for listening. I cannot tell you how much I love you. I really can't. I'm going to do it though. I fucking love you. <laughs> Once again, guys, don't forget to check out the show notes for some bonus information. All my social media stuff is down there. I've included my link tree that, that, and that has the links to all of my most used social medias and platforms. Instagram, my personal one and the one for the podcast, my TikTok, my Twitter, my YouTube channels and more all in one spot. And for those of you that are interested in writing me or sending me things, my P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. You can send anything that you want, and I'll open them in an unboxing video on my YouTube channel. Once again, ladies and gents, and my non-binaries out there, I'm your audible boot fang, Amber Smiles Jones, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Spotify for Podcasters, where I take my silliness seriously. And um, I'll leave you with this. Which orange came first, the color or the fruit? See, these are things I'd be thinking about, and now you got to think about them too. <laughs> I'll see y'all next week.